0: Shalom to all. Today's daf is Pesachim daf Nun Aleph. We are starting Nun Am Abay's, the second to last line at the two dots. Today's daf is sponsored Leilo Nishmas Rab Ber Yaakov Ben Chaim Zevakayin. His neshama should have an aliyah, and he should be a melech Yosher for all of Klal Yisrael. And the Mishnah had spoken of Mineg Hamakayim, and the Gemara says Bnei Chuzai, the people of Chuzai Nagi the Mafreshi Chalmei Aroiza, they had the minig the custom that they would separate chalal from aroiza, which is rice. Rashi says it's irez, and we know that rice is not chayav in because it's not one of the five grains. Also for Amalei Rav Yosef, they went. And they told Rav Yosef Amalei. told You should have a czar, a non-coyen, eat this challah in front of them to show them that it does not have the status of challah from the following thinks no Other people treat it as if it's aser. No nolaf from an on the top. You're not allowed to say that it's mutter in front of them. So why are you saying that people are allowed to eat this chal in front of them? They treat it as Usr, So therefore, it has to remain Usr for them. Our Marlo of Yisro responded him: Wasn't it stated on that brayso? Our of Chizder Chizder says: That's only talking about kusim. So Abaya responds: my time, well, Why is it that when a kusi treats something as Usr? that you're not allowed to tell him that it's muter? Because it's going to end up slipping. Further and further, as we say, it's a slippery slope. If you tell him that this is mutter, he's going to end up applying that to something else that's really usr. So, therefore, just keep this thing as usr. So, jinami, these people of Chuzai also, Sarchim it's going to end up being a slippery slope. If you tell them that this is not Chayavin Chala, they're going to end up not taking off Chala from something else. So, Elam Ravashi says, letzi, Iruban ochli. If the majority of the bread products that they eat are rice bread, so then a non coin should not eat this Chala in front of them, minayu. perhaps they're going to end up forgetting what. What the real mitzvah of taking challah is, and therefore we shouldn't be mezalzled this thing in front of them. However, if the majority of bread that they eat is grain bread anyway, so then he should eat this rice bread challah in front of them, perhaps something's going to happen, they're going to take off challah from something that's on something that's potter, or vice versa. Let's say they have two doughs in front of them, rice bread and regular bread, they might take off challah from the rice dough, and they're going to try to potter the regular dough, and we know that that doesn't work. So therefore, if the majority of the bread that they eat is really regular bread and not rice bread then we should teach them that rice bread is not chayv and challah Gufa, we had just mentioned, something that's really mutter, and other people treat as if it's usher, you are not allowed to tell them that it's mutter in front of them, this is talking about kusim, this doesn't apply to everyone else, meaning any locale, any area where they treat something that's Usr, you're not allowed to tell them that it's mutter, and how do we know this? We have three different scenarios, two brothers are allowed to go to the bathhouse together, but two brothers are not allowed to go to the bathhouse together, in a place called Kavul, and there was a story with the Hued and Hill, the sons of Ram Gamliel. Both of them went to the bathhouse together in Kavul. And everyone in this area laughed at them. They said, "We never saw anything like this: two brothers going to the bathhouse together." And Hill slipped away, and he went into the outer area of the bathhouse. And he didn't want to tell them that really it's mother. And another scenario: a person is allowed to go out with these loose-fitting sandals on Shabbos. They they yotzevikored the kisev on Shabbos but you're not allowed to go out with these loose-fitting sandals on Shabbos in Birrei. the hill Gamel, and there's a story with Yehudan Hill, the sons of Ram Gamel. She yotzevikored the kisev on Shabbos They went out with these loose-fitting sandals on Shabbos in this area. and everyone laughed at them. But Amr, they said, We never saw that people went out with these sandals on Shabbos. and they took off the sandals and they gave it to their servants. and they didn't want to tell everyone that it's really mutter. And another scenario: V'yeshmal sasalim nacham Shabbos, you are allowed to sit on the stool used by a Gentile on Shabbos but you are not allowed to do so in Akko and is a story from Shem and Gamliel. he sat on their stools on Shabbos and everyone mocked him and they said we've never seen this before he slipped off and he sat on the ground and he didn't want to tell him that it's Mutter so we see from these three stories that it's not just Kusim it's any time you come to a locale and they have the Minog not to do something even though it's really Mutter you're not allowed to tell them that it's Mutter so, the more answers, it's people from overseas, and it's not just people from overseas, it's really any area. Since they didn't have Rabbanan over there, they didn't have a lot of Tamir Chacham over there, they're just like Kusim, and therefore, if you tell them that this thing is Mutter, they're going to end up applying this Hetter to something else, and it's a slippery slope, therefore, you shouldn't tell them that it's Mutter. And now we analyze these three stories. I understand there's a reason not to sit on a Gentile stool. It looks like you're conducting business. These were the stools they used to sit on when they would hawk their wares. And therefore, if you're sitting on it, people might think that you're trying to do business on Shabbos. And because the Kisoinami, these loose fitting sandals, I understand why not to wear them. Perhaps they're going to slip off your foot because they're very loose. And then you're going to end up carrying them for Amos and Shisravim. Al my time of life. Why would two brothers not be allowed to go to the bathhouse together? Because the time you have a a person is allowed to go to the bathhouse with anyone except for his father his father-in-law the husband of his mother and the husband of his sister meaning his brother-in-law and Rashi explains he might have improper thoughts about either his wife or his mother-in-law or his father or father-in-law and therefore he's not allowed to go with them Rabbi Huda says he is allowed to go with his father to the bathhouse for honor of his father that's if his father needs his help and the same thing for the husband of his mother Baba and who they came along, and they made Xerah the two brothers aren't allowed to go to the bathhouse together, because of the husband of his sister, meaning his brother in law. Since he's not allowed to go to the bathhouse with his brother in law, so he's also not allowed to go to the bathhouse with his brother. And Tana, we have A lawyer, Chatzim Rabbi. A Talmud should not go to the bathhouse with his Rebbe because it's not covered for his Rebbe. However, if his Rebbe needs him, he needs to attend to his Rebbe, so then it's Mutter. And more about man, hug him from one place that don't apply in another place. He also, Rabbi when Rabbi Merchana came from Ertisral to Bavel, ayisra, he was eating the ayisra, which is fats that are around the animal's stomach. In eretz yisrael, they would eat these fats, but in bavel they wouldn't. saba, saba, and ravhuna went to visit him. the since he saw they were coming, <speaking in Hebrew> he quickly hid it away from them so they wouldn't see him eating these fats. <speaking in Hebrew> they went and they told abayi the what he did. told them kekusai. He treated you like kusim because he thought that if you saw him eating these fats, you would learn that other things that really are. Are permitted, so therefore he tried to hide it away from you. But now the Gemara asks Rabbi Rabbi doesn't hold of what we had learned in our Mishnah, that a person has to take the chummers of the place where he's coming from and where he's going to. So even though in Eretz Israel it's mutter to eat these fats, since he's in Bavel, he shouldn't have been allowed to eat them. On Rabbi, he answers, that's only from one place to another in Bavel, or from one place to another in Eretz Israel, or from Bavel to Eretz Israel of Israel, or Bavel, lie. But if a person is going from Eretz Yisrael to Bavel, so then he does not have to keep the Chomrs of Bavel, why is that? Since us... Talmidei Chachamim in Bavel, we are subservient to the Talmidei Chachamim in Eretz meaning we bow to their superior knowledge. Avdina and Kavasayu. So then we do like them, and that's why if they say something is mutar in Yisrael, and they come from Eretz to Bavel, they do not have to keep to the stringencies of Bavel. Rav Ashi he says, "Afilutem Eretz Yisrael Bavel." You can even say that from Eretz to Bavel, a person does have to keep the chumers of Bavel. Hanimili, that's only hechad that if he doesn't have intent to go back to Eretz Yisrael. V'ra bar dat hava he had plans to go back to Ert Yisrael, so therefore, he didn't have to keep to the stringencies above Bavel. And Amalei Rabbar Mechana Labani Rabbar Mechana told his son, Bini, my son, lo'i Taichal, do not eat these fats. Loi Bafanei Vloi Shloi not in front of me, and not when I'm not here. Ani Shere Issis Reb Yechonon I saw Reb Yechon eating these. Kidaihu Reb Yechonolish Meichal Bafanei Shloi Bafanei. I can rely on Rabbi Yechon when I'm there, and even when I'm not in front of him, I can eat these fats. Atah loy Re Issa, you didn't see him eating them. Loy You're not allowed to eat them, not if you're in front of me, and not if you're not in front of me day but this seems to be a contradiction on what he himself had told us in some other scenario. The he told us Rabbi told me the following: One time I followed Rabbi into a garden. And he took the aftergrowth of cabbage. We're going to explain what this is in a moment. And he ate it and he gave it to me. And he told me, Beni, my son, in front of me, your." allowed to eat this and not in front of me you're not allowed to eat it. I personally saw Reb Shem eating these Svihei Krov. <speaking in Hebrew> Reb Shimon Ben Yochai Lismay Chalav. is great enough that I can rely on him b'fana, when he's there and even when he's not there. but Atah, achal, Me, in front of me, you can eat because I saw a great person eating, Rashi says. But if I'm not here, so you're not allowed to eat these things. So it seems to be that we have a little bit of a contradiction from one statement of Reb Barchanah on another statement that he made. Over here, he said that if you saw a great person doing something, then someone else is allowed to do that in your presence. However, previous he told his son that I'm allowed to eat this, but you're not allowed to eat this even in front of me, because only I saw a great person eating it, and you didn't see anyone great eating it. So it seems to be a little bit of a stira. But let's talk about these sviky curve that we had just mentioned, because we're gonna be talking about it in the Gemara now. Now, Svichim are loosely translated as aftergrowth, and that's referring to anything that grows wild in the field because it's from seeds that were dropped from the previous year. Now, Midorisa ones allowed to harvest svihem on Shmita because they aren't under the Isra of planting and cultivating a field. That's because they grew by themselves. Now Rashi explains that this particular story that we just mentioned and that we're going to be speaking about in a moment was after this Zman Bir. As we mentioned in the Mishnah, there's a chiv to remove all produce from one's house if that produce is not available for the animals in the field anymore. And in this story, these sfichim were nonetheless eaten even though it was after Zman Bir. And now we analyze. My Reb Shimon. what exactly is this Reb Shimon that we're talking about? The Tanya, ever b'raiss a Rav he says, "Call all sfichim are usur, you're not allowed to benefit from sfichim after this Zman Bir. Chutz me ikrov, except for sfichim of Cabbage Because there's nothing like them in the vegetables or the produce of the field. Rashi says that the root of the cabbage stays throughout the year and it constantly sends off new leaves. So it doesn't have isman beer. There's never a time that animals of the field don't have access to cabbage that's growing. Therefore, there's no issue to eat svikham of krov because they don't have isman beer. They're always available. They say, All are both Rabbi Shimon and the Necham agree to what Rabbi Kiva says, however they argue in something else. The Pasuk says, We are not going to plant and we're not going to harvest our grains. Rashi says, this is talking about people that might complain about Shemitah and they're going to say we're not going to plant, we're not going to harvest anything, what are we going to eat? And he says, If they're not going to be able to plant anything, how are they going to end up harvesting anything? So why is it that the Pasuk says, we're not going to plant and we're not going to harvest? Of course you're not going to Harvest if you're not going to plant. What do we learn from here? Mikan lo svichen shen The are Even though you didn't plant them, nonetheless, since they're available for harvest, they're still going to be asur. And that's what the people are complaining about. So, myke miflaki, what are Rashi and the Chum arguing about? If they agree that svichen are asur, Rabban and Savor they hold gazrin sviche kuvatr shar da We make exera that the svichem of cabbage are asur because we don't want people to be mistaken with other svichen. Rashi and Savar, like gazrin sviche kuvatr da Amma, We don't make exera that svichem of are asur lest other people say that the other svichem are not asur. Everyone knows that Tzvichim of Krovar Mutter and Tzvichim of other things are not Mutter. Now the Mishnah had said, if a person goes from a place where the minig is to do work on Erev Pesach and Telchatzais to a place where the minig is not to, or vice versa, he must take upon himself the chomrs of both places. And then the Mishnah said, a person should not deviate lest he cause machlekes. And the Gemara says, I understand a person goes from a place where they have the minig to do work on Erev Pesach, and he goes to a place where they have the minig not to do melacha. so we place upon him the of the Place that he arrived over there, meaning he is not allowed to do work. And the continuation of the Mishnah makes sense. A person shouldn't deviate because he doesn't want to cause machlaikas, meaning even though he came from a place that he's allowed to do work, over here he shouldn't do work so as not to stir any issues and not to make it a machlaikas. and he shouldn't do work. However, if he's going from a place that they do not do work and he arrived in a place where they have the minik to do work, a person should not change and he should not do anything different because he doesn't want to cause machlaikas. Viniyavid, and he should do malachah in this new place, but ha'amrit, we just said in the Mishnah, we have to place upon him the Khumra of the place that he arrived over there, and also the place where he came from, and since he came from a place where they don't do malachah, so he should not be doing malachah in this new place. It seems like a stira. So Amr Rabbi, he answers Ha'reshah. That second part of the statement of a'ishan adim is really going on the first part, meaning if he's going from a place where they have a minute to do work, to a place where they have a minute not to do work, so then he should not do work. It's not talking about when he's going from a place where they have a minig not to do work to a place where they have a minig to do work. Whereas Rav Amar he says, I could even be going on the seifa. And this is what we're saying. Over here, there's not going to be any issue of starting a machlekes. Meaning, if he arrives in a place where their minig is to do work, he does not have to do work just to prevent a machlekes from happening. No minig is going to happen. Why is that? My comrade, what are you going to say? That someone who sees him not doing work, is going to say, oh, Malacha Asura, Malacha's Asr, and he's going to start a whole fight in the town. So Memar Amri, he could always say, come but let me have a Bashuka. There's so many lazy that are in the marketplace that aren't working, so don't look at the fact that I'm not working as an indicator that it's Asr to do Malacha. So a person who's going from a place where they have a minute not to do work, and he arrives in a place where they have a minute to do work, he does not have to do work to prevent machlaikas. It's not going to cause any machlaikas. We're going to pause here for the day. Everyone should have a wonderful day.